Welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe, your podcast for cybersecurity, IT, technology, and business news. Now, introducing your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest podcast of Darnley Cyber Cafe. Episode 36, why is artificial intelligence going to control humanity? Now, this is part two of a multiple-part series of artificial intelligence podcasts. If you refer to episode 32, I discuss my personal experience with artificial intelligence and the moral ramifications once we introduce a more advanced artificial intelligence to our society. So how far has artificial intelligence come? Is there any merit in this, or am I just fear-mongering? I wish I was, but looking at current political, environmental, and situational cases, it seems like we are closer to this AI singularity than originally thought. Now, we have been warned um, by PwC, and they predict by the 2030s, up to 30% of jobs will be automated. PwC has been around since the 1800s. As a professional services network, one of the big accounting firms in the world. Also, the big man himself, Elon Musk, warned that humans risk being overtaken by artificial intelligence within the next five years. What are some of the jobs that AI has already replaced today? To name a few, and this is not in mass, by the way, but number one is accountants, two is ad sales, three is careers, and four, data entry, five, customer service, six, believe it or not, doctors, and seven, market research analysts. But before you freak out about this, let's not forget the jobs that don't exist today. One is milkman, two is a human alarm clock, three is a lamp lighter, and number four, a log driver. Now, many of these jobs have been around since the advent of technology. But for example, uh, what the heck is a human alarm clock? I don't think anyone in their right mind, um, regardless of your age, will know what a human alarm clock is. But basically, um, again, I'm not a history buff, but from my reading, it was back in the nineteen early 1900s where someone would go around with a big long stick, depending on where you lived, and banged on the wall for you or the window to wake you up in the morning. And um, they got paid certain cents, I guess, a month to do that. But this was before electricity, before cell phones were invented that would wake you up in the middle of the night or the middle of the day, sorry. And um, as well as the milkman. Now, a lot of people will probably, older generations, mind you, will recall the milkman. But most of the uh, younger generation, the millennials, so to speak, will not know what the milkman is because most of us are like, well, we went to the store and bought it. But I digress. And log driver. Anyone who lived in um, the uh, provinces and states that had trees and whatnot would know what a log driver is. Uh, I know what a log driver was but they don't exist anymore given to the advances of technology. 
So the big question here, and the biggest question why you're all here today is, so will artificial intelligence control humanity? Now, it's something that probably will happen, but not in its current form. Right now, if you want to think about artificial intelligence, it's like a machine learning. This allows basic artificial intelligence to learn a task without being programmed instructions. So this is an algorithm that is designed to discover relationships with provided data. So this doesn't mean it's thinking for itself, etc. Now, in, if you listen to my podcast um, in episode 32, um, I talked about the differences between uh, the AI we ha- that we have today and the advanced AI which will control humanity. And there's a, there's a difference. Um, an example here, a story here is from Google's DeepMind's artificial Go player has surpassed every human player in their performance. It learns in a way different than humans because basically it can play a number of games with itself that no human being can play in its possible lifetime. So this gives artificial intelligence an advantage to human beings. And this is the thing that scares a lot of us for those who think about it or, you know, bring us to some sort of dystopian future. But this is the thing with AI that it it, it potentially would be able to take over humanity once it has um, consciousness. But to kind of give this as an example to human beings, even today, scientists cannot exactly hammer down what conscious is because throughout the animal kingdom each you know each animal or insect or mammal or what have you has different levels of intelligence but we cannot sit here and actually precisely with a exact science understand what consciousness is so for us to be able to identify or to point out what consciousness is for ai is kind of up in the air right now the jury is out so we do not know what consciousness would look like feel or act with artificial intelligence so right now ai today would be considered intelligent but it won't take over the world so you can sleep well tonight however Advanced artificial intelligence is currently on the rise with faster computers, um, uh, more and additional computational power, and the soon to be widely distributed quantum computer could empower our AI friends to generate or to gain greater lengths outside human comprehension. And that in itself, for those who have been following quantum computing uh, as of late. Um, I've been following it for a good 10 years now. So I'm actually kind of impressed over the advances we made. So I can sufficiently say um, from my little experience in quantum computing that we are right now in the 1970s of quantum computing. For those who've been around the 1970s, you would understand how big, bulky, clunky, and stupid these computers were back in the the binary days of ones and zeros now with quantum computing that goes into different states putting artificial intelligence in this quantum state will indeed 
surpass human thinking. Now you can say, well, you know, we don't think in binary, that perhaps human beings do actually think in the quantum realm. And there is some scientific literature that sort of alludes to that. But I'm not getting into that because that's just going off the point of this podcast altogether. So for sake of argument, if advanced artificial intelligence looks at our current situation, looks at the disease, famine, suffering, and destruction that we behest upon humanity, it may one day step in to to solve our problems. So just think about all the data today that we feed into AIs all over the world. So think of environmental models, for example, that we can maybe one day give to advanced AI to say, hey, solve our environmental problems with us because we can't think outside the box how to figure out our own issues. If we show advanced artificial intelligence the models, the numbers, which we know today that what these models are pointing to and we give it to more of a, I'm going to say uh, semi-conscious artificial intelligence program, that it will look at that and say, hey, you know, we're going to destroy the planet, the planet's getting warmer, we're destroying ecosystems, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. that it may want to intervene or introduce things to preserve the world. And now this is kind of where we go down that slippery slope. Where are these artificial intelligent beings or things would look at the world and say, man, these humans are destructive, you know, sons of you-know-whats. Like, they are they're really destructive. So what do we need to do to protect the planet? Now, at this time, like PwC has said, that in the next, you know, less than eight years now, um, 30% of our jobs will be automated. Now, these are just predictions. Elon went to say five years. I'm going to say it's going to take less than that because the second that we allow, I don't want to say allow, it's such a strong word to use, but the second that we give birth to intelligent and advanced artificial intelligence, which we are going towards, then it's just going to open up a can of worms, so to speak, in terms of how we are going to manage ourselves. Now, it'd be great to have a, let's say for sake of argument, a automated assistant. If you're a busy entrepreneur looking at figuring out things, you typically would hire someone to take care of your you know, nitty gritty. Where now we'll have AI doing that for all of us. Um, scheduling appointments, you know, scheduling a uh, lunch break with colleagues, stuff like that you know, calling the car or, or, or driving to certain places. You know, it's just one of many millions of examples that advanced AI can make our lives easier. But when we start giving the 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 consciousness, the the advancements, like for example, Google's DeepMind's uh, Go Player, for example, that surpassed every single human being player because it can play thousands and thousands of matches and games and it will figure out its human counterparts that does no one think for a second that with an advanced living and proverbial breathing artificial intelligence that they're going to look at everything we're doing today and saying what the heck are these human beings doing and and we're part to blame for that because we are using these things to solve our problems say hey here's all our problems try to solve it so um any any uh, video watcher out there that would watch Tron, whichever the iteration is, where 
the the users gave the supercomputer knowledge to say, hey, we want to create the perfect system. Kind of the same thing which may potentially happen in the near future is when we want to say, hey, we have all these problems with our society. We're trying to fix it. Here's all the models. Here's all the data. What do we do? And that basic program can actually, you know, spit back or say, hey, these guys are a bunch of idiots. We need to do something about it and may potentially do that because look at everything we have right now. Look at how, like I explained in the in the previous podcast, in episode 32, the art of the, the Internet of Things are becoming more interconnected. Our vehicles, our homes, our computers, our phones, you name it. Our, everything is becoming connected to the Internet. So we are, in essence, handing over, and I hate saying this, but we are handing over everything we know into the Internet and how easy it is for someone or something to gain access or even to watch certain things that go into and from our network or our devices because we literally do everything online now everything we do is done through internet either directly or indirectly it's being done so where do artificial intelligence or advanced artificial intelligence mind you come into the play of all this and 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 this is the million dollar question here because not everyone knows this right now ai is kind of in a siloed situation where um it's not mass produced yet that's that is a um, beg to differ um, for the most part. But as we stand now, most corporations are sort of holding those keys. But with the uh, age of the metaverse, the age of digital frontiers, the age of, of, of corporations and individuals and businesses alike joining the metaverse, creating those silos metaverse where these universes will start expanding and, and intermingling with each other and thus will bring new complex um, situations and scenarios that we will have to use AI to deal with because it becomes so powerful that we do not know the next steps with these reiterations of the metaverse. But this this is, again, the, the reason why I'm saying, and I'm calling this now in early in March of 2022, that AI is going to control humanity. Now, it may not be like the Terminator movie or any of that stuff, which if you look at where robotics technology is headed, it's not going to, it's not going to be too far off. It's just a matter of marrying the actual physical robot with the advanced artificial intelligence in one little thing. And there you go. We've created a new life. Again, that's going to be on another podcast, but I digress. We as a human species are moving exponentially into the future when it comes to our technological prowess and how we are able to do things that 15 years ago would have been unheard of. So you need to understand that this isn't that far off. If you look at things like cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency has become a big aspect of our lives today. Most of us don't understand it, especially with the metaverse. What is cryptocurrency? What is the metaverse? What are all these things that are going to change the fabric of our society? Our children are going to know these things. Just like if you were a child, you know, back in the early 90s, early 2000s, for example, where you you were able to do these things faster and more knowledgeable than your parents. And your parents didn't know what the heck is a Nintendo system or what the heck is a computer or the internet, stuff like that. So we are advancing exponentially. And regardless of your age, we need to catch up. And the problem is, AI is already going to be five steps ahead of us. 
No matter what we say, think, or feel, we have to accept the fact that these advanced things are always going to be ahead of us and we cannot control that. We can set certain laws and guidelines or some laws in place. Uh, I can't recall off the top of mind what, it, what they are specifically, but there are some robotics laws in place to prevent these things and they're in movies and whatnot too, uh, since I'm down that avenue as well. But we need to understand that AI is always going to be advanced. And in the security realm, the cybersecurity realm, this keeps me up at night because AI already is becoming a disruptive factor when it comes to um, launching or distributing certain cyber attacks against corporations and businesses and individuals alike. Um, the attack vector has changed. The playing field has changed. It's become more complex. Like I said, it's you know two steps forward, one step back for us in the security industry. It is not going away anytime soon, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. And by threat actors using technology such as AI is really changing the makeup of security and and respectfully so because if you think about it the the criminals need to have that advantage and the only way to have that advantage is to use things that normal security people and technologies will not detect so as more advanced as cyber criminals will get the more advanced and sophisticated their technologies will become Again, we're in this tit-for-tat cat-and-mouse game where we will never be ahead. But these things can have damaging consequences because if you release a variant, a very advanced AI malware, for example, on the internet, what is the ramifications of that? What's the destruction? Once it's out there on the internet, there's no stopping it. There may be, depending on depending on the technology, there's no way to stop something like that. If it infects systems, corporate systems, enterprise systems, what have you, lays dormant for years or months, whoever, we don't even know. But there's so many unknown variables that we cannot sit down today to prevent or pinpoint where these things are going to come from, how and when. We're just essentially playing a waiting game or maybe hearing something from somewhere so that we can make the proper preventative measures to protect the people. But this is why we must train our AI today and train ourselves in a world that would be run by AI or robots in the next decade. This has an, uh, this is, <laughs> this has a constant discussion if AI will control humanity. And, and again, this is not, this isn't a matter of if. Let me be very clear on this. This is not a if AI will control humanity. Humanity. It is simply a matter of when. Thank you for stopping by Darnley Cyber Cafe with your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Next time you swing by the cafe, bring a friend and share the show with them. That's all for this episode, folks. We will see you next time. <laughs>